Hey fans, uh, I know everyone's wondering, it was just a boner. I I got a boner, that's it. Um, to my brother, to my mom and dad uh, who listen to this podcast, it was just a boner. Uh, it's normal. It's healthy. It's I'm going to tell everybody I know to start with this episode for our podcast. No context, no anything. All Start I'm going to say, episode. all I'm going to say, guys, is Bustin' makes me feel good. Hell yeah. Well, Ghostbusters yeah. is no longer part of this bracket. Spoilers, <laughs> get fucked if you started with this one rather than the first episode of this bracket. Well, apologies for future Jake stands who started this episode because I told you to. Yeah, that's uh, why you shouldn't listen to Jake ever. <laughs> with that, he's been back one episode and we're already telling already everyone to ignore everything up. he says. Hello and welcome back if you've... uh sat with us before um we're the tough cut podcast <laughs> i'm matthew i'm alex i'm jake and this is part two of our team ups brackets so we're coming at you with Woo. some fresh hot movies in the first half of the episode we've got power rangers 2017 versus guardians of the galaxy and in the second half we've got galaxy quest versus seven samurai so lots wow. to look forward to galaxies that's crazy. Sorry. That's Lots insane. of space stuff. I just noticed it. Lots right, of space stuff. But yeah, what were you going to say? These have that's a way lot more of important. crossover. Um, yeah. This is our team bracket. So these movies have groups of people in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I, I shouldn't have said the galaxy thing and interrupted you. Uh, I mean, I mean, Matthew already did it, but spoilers, uh, you know, just for life, I guess, you know, you know, to spoil the movies, to spoil our podcasts, uh, to spoil uh. anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spoil uh, your milk. You should check your fridge. Everyone go check spoil their milk. your go appetite. You and your friend's milk today. Um, yeah. Yeah. Together. I don't think you're good friends with someone unless you know if their milk is close to expiring or not. That's my hot take of the podcast. It's milk inspection day. Does that mean that I don't have any friends? <laughs> Do you want to know how close your milk is to expiring, Alex? I could tell you. Yeah, Jake, how close is my milk to expiring? Four days. Go check it. Fact it's check a, me right now. It's a now. trick question. There is literally no milk in my apartment, including like non-dairy alternatives. Look under your bed. Look under your bed right now. <laughs> Um, Jake, how did you get this cow in my apartment? <laughs> cool. Uh, any anything else you want to call out before we hop into these? Oh yeah, just a little content warning. Um, we encourage you guys to watch these movies beforehand and all that stuff. Um, but if you're just watching it randomly or whatever, uh, Seven Samurai does depict some parental abuse. So keep an eye on that if that's something that's sensitive content for you guys. Um, we'll be maybe talking about it maybe not but it is something that will pop up in the movie if you have four hours to spare to watch it hey it's only three and a half and hey, there's a I 10 love, minute intermission there is I an intermission movies okay i'm fine with it i watched Zack snyder's justice league okay it's, it's fine um cool. but yeah that's that's you about hop into it. this let's hop let's do it jake do you want to start by introducing i sure do Hell yeah. Um, my final movie that I pitched is Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn, 2014. Uh, hell of a time, hell of a movie. It's basically about uh, space outlaws and misfits uh, come together to form an uneasy truce as they get roped into a power struggle with a ruthless zealot, hell bent on using one of the most powerful items in the galaxy to wipe out a planet. It's a nice. random film. For, yeah, thank you. I was really proud of that. Uh, <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Very wow, clean. Thanks, guys. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, unlikely in a lot of ways, uh, you know, story wise, but also meta. Guard no one knew who Guardians of the Galaxy really were. And, you know, James Gunn brought it. It was a huge gamble for Marvel. And then here and we get are. Some angry DMs on Twitter from people who've been reading the comics since the 80s. <laughs> Look, if you know, like, I, I will only give you that you're a Howard the Duck stand. That I understand. A lot, once you <laughs> go duck, you know. You're out of luck or whatever the says. <laughs> um, I just I love this movie <laughs> and I think it holds up really, really well. Um, it's a shame that, you know, James Gunn is like a weirdo and like did weird shit or whatever. But like, I, I don't know. It's 
it holds up really well. And I was really excited to go back to it because I haven't rewatched this film in kind of a hot minute for me for like Marvel content. Um, and I think it just holds up. I just had a great time rewatching this movie. So what do you think, Alex? I love this movie. Um, I'm a huge Marvel fan. Uh, and this movie, like you said, was a huge surprise to me. I had no idea who any of the characters were. And then the joy of it coming out of it being like, I knew nothing about any of this. And it was one of the best movies I'd seen that year for sure. It probably is my top three favorite Marvel movies. I was watching it this time, the whole time being like, okay, where's the team dynamic? Where are the characters? Because that is what this bracket is about, right? And for the majority of the movie, I'm like, okay, this is like pretty good. I'm getting the characters like this. this, I remember like why I like these characters. And then that third act of the movie hits and they each have such strong character moments in that third act that are just like, oh, yeah. That's why I cried when Groot exploded. That's why I thought Drax (laughs) was so funny. Like, yeah. It, this movie is is such a good character movie. The third act ties everything together so it well. It blew my mind watching it like for a theme. Like, you know, we watch these like movies and like, sure, we should just watch them like in general, whatever. But like when we watch it for this and when we have a certain thing that we pitched it for, it always is through different lens and watching it looking for team dynamics. It's a fresh like you said, perspective. Was wild. Yeah. Um, it's really what good. do you think, Matthew? It's so good. So as the, I think, as the the least Marvel fan of the the show... Were you saying that just in case people would come for you on Twitter or something? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. Um, I've seen this movie before, but sitting down to rewatch it was surprisingly super, super fun. Um, like, I've always enjoyed it and I remember liking it. It's just aged so well. It, it's just a it's just a, a good time. And yeah, I agree with Alex in the sense that it, it's up there in terms of the the Marvel Marvel you know, pantheon of movies. It's a very good one. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, cool. I'm very glad you brought it, Jake, but <laughs> now it's time to introduce my movie, Hell yeah. which is the 2017 power Rangers movie, uh, also known as Sabin's power Rangers released in 2017, directed by Dean Israelite. Yeah. Those power Rangers are back. Five delinquent teenagers learn their superheroes as they fight the weirdest version of Elizabeth Banks ever. <laughs> Brian Cranston is in a wall. Bill Hader is a robot and it is a surprisingly good time. Uh, I don't remember what movie we were seeing, but Matt, you came to see a movie with me and my friends. I want to say it was, uh, was it Dr. Strange? It was Dr. Strange. We were going to see Dr. Strange and uh, we had like met pretty recently. So you like didn't know us super well and you like decided to come out. I think I was like, yeah, I remember we were at the theater and we saw this trailer for this epic looking movie <laughs> that all of a sudden you just see the like red and blue and pink morph suits like going up. And it's like, what the fuck? That's his Power Rangers. And then we all laughed and it was like, OK, cut to like three years later. I'm hanging out with my brother one night and we're like, let's watch a stupid movie. Let's watch the new Power Rangers movie. And we watch it and it fucking slapped. I have such a good time with this movie. I'm so excited to hear your thoughts, Matt. What did you think about this movie? Um, So this this movie was cemented in my memory from that moment, Alex. Uh, This was my first time watching it because I'm like, there's no way it's actually any good. Um, And I I think in a weirdly similar way to Sonic the Hedgehog, this movie is better than it has any right to be. Like, is it is it the most spectacular film of all time? Absolutely not. I'm sure we'll get into it. Um, But is it like is a movie that literally everyone you asked would have been like, Oh, that's going to be awful. Actually surprisingly decent and fun. And like all of the above. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's wild. (laughs) Yeah. I had fun with it. Hell yeah. Jake, what about you? (laughs) You want to know what my first thought was watching this movie, like 15 minutes in. It was what, what rating is this power Rangers movie? (laughs) What is this movie rated? Because holy shit, it has everything guys. Sex appeal. It It has like their kids, like the mother's dying. There's a, uh, you know, father's too hard on the athlete's son, that bully or whatever stabs her picture with scissors against a wall. This was a wild, darker run. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> I had fun with it. Yeah, surprisingly as well. Right? It, it's it was just... cool where it needed to be cool, but then it was like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? It's like uh. a surprisingly good 
teen drama. Like the characters are interesting. It yeah. I think portrays high schoolers well. Um, I love Dacker Montgomery simply because he looks like the human version of Shrek, and I can't get that out <laughs> of my mind. He what? does. No, no, and no. Shrek he does. Too. Okay, I guess I'm alone. I'm alone. Um, he looks exactly like human Shrek, but like he's way hotter. Oh, he he's looks way like hotter. human Shrek. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. scene where he's human. Okay, yes, yes. I actually kind of agree with that. Oh no, never mind. I was actually talking about real ogre <laughs> Shrek. That's embarrassing, <laughs> guys. Um, um, I just think like. The characters have surprising depth. Uh, I I just they enjoy this take, movie. They do have a hat where they just uplifted cliches of a teen drama and put sure, it in there. But they but also like to its credit, to its credit for sure. The thing that saved that was the campfire scene where it wasn't stereotypical. Like two people skipped, one person like said something, but then like hated on it, and then was skeptical, like doing their big reveal, whatever, like two people did it. It was like, it was cool. Like it didn't feel like a conversation that I thought was going to happen from like a Power Rangers movie, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, we'll talk about it. I, I, the one thought I want to add to that, I think it's such a fascinating decision to have them be all sort of, um, like in one way or another delinquent teens. Yeah. yeah. Um is a really fascinating decision and I think helps a lot with their characterization. Um yeah, it was it was surprisingly fun. However, jumping into comparing these movies, uh we'll start with the same question that we did yeah, yeah. in the last episode, favorite member of the team and why. Um any any, any thoughts? We want to start uh, with We'll do Power ahead. Rangers. We could start yeah, with Power Rangers. We're, we're talking about and, that. Uh, Let's do it. You want to start, Jay? Billy Billy's the dude. I fucking love Billy, Billy. rocks. And Billy's so good. You Billy's know what? My, my first thought, I almost immediately was like this movie shit because when they spoilers uh, killed Billy, my notes were like, damn, they bodied Billy. This movie's racist as fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, they really did him like that. Um, but then I was like, oh, wait, I'm watching a Power Rangers movie. They're not going to kill. <laughs> but here's the thing. They were so dark before whatever. Uh, I, I just want to understand the world logic of once all the Power Rangers come together and morph, they can one time bring someone <laughs> back to life. Yeah, what? that's pretty. Why, why is that a rule in the universe? I think it's like the- they're going to use that in Sonic <laughs> 2. But- yeah, that's that's a pretty big plot hole that they don't have to examine. I feel like until uh, Power Rangers 2, that's never going to come out. But uh, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. But what I think is these movies have uh, surprising comparisons, like how Groot dies in Guardians of the Galaxy, Billy dies in this. Like there's a lot in common. Tell me your favorite character. Billy. I already Tell I, me I, I agree with you. It's Billy. Billy yeah. Uh, Matt. How oh, are I you? thought. Oh, 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 my. I am. Um, I'm caught. I like Billy a lot. Um, then I also actually I'll go with him. I'll go with him. I think he barely edges out second place. Who was your second place? Who, who's second place? Um, how'd you pronounce his name? Dacre? Dacre. Oh, oh, Zach. Right? No, no. Dacre no, Montgomery his is, name is um, Jason. Oh, Jason. never mind. Zach was my second favorite. I liked him. Yes. Yes. But um, I, I thought he was just, Zach was just a little too, um, chaos yeah, over the top for me. Yeah. It was just like, I'm like, <laughs> I love that shit. He <laughs> yeah, just went sense. for it. Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. My favorite is Mine's Rocket. Rocket. Yeah. Oh, oh, look at that. Wow, you guys Whoa. are so in sync with these cats. I feel like, though, That's I think crazy. Rocket's my favorite more because of his arc in the second movie than in the first one. See, I like him a lot because... It's wild to me that that's Bradley Cooper. Not like he really <laughs> felt like his own character. Yeah, it, truly. Like as a voice actor, like doing that role, I was like, that's awesome. And rewatching this for like team things or whatever, Rocket actually has a great arc in this. It is very like sad and his like drunk rants that he does. And it's very awesomely hinted at. And yeah, I love that, Rocket. It's good. The fact that you get a, a, a drunk raccoon rant. <laughs> it's just its own beast Matt what about Um, you my I mean roguish archetypes Um, (laughs) I'm a big fan of star the the character of star lord and I don't I mean that as the persona he puts on as star lord is my favorite oh wow you don't like the real man I just think yeah yeah we'll go with that (laughs) I think it's fun He likes the Star Lord that sprays semen all over his ship and then yeah, talks the fact about that he's it. He's like, if you had a black light, 
all these walls. It'd be like a Jackson Pollock. I'm like, did the guy just admit to coming on every wall of his shit? (laughs) (laughs) Both of these movies um, got a couple of cum jokes. Yeah. For the first five minutes of Power Rangers where they show a cow penis. (laughs) (laughs) That's real, guys. That's okay, really so like, okay, the first five minutes of Power Rangers are crazy. Can I can just set the stage so quickly? Power Rangers, a, a children's TV show originating from Japan, has a film adaptation years after it was off the air in America, at least the, the main, you know, core bulk of its audience, made a hundred and five million dollar movie that opens with a scene about a high schooler accidentally masturbating a cow. Yeah. That is how this movie starts. A hundred and five million dollars. And I don't know, man, 15 years since the last time anyone thought about the Power Rangers and you start it with jerking a cow off. So funny. Wait, you're forgetting. (laughs) You're forgetting the scene that happens immediately before that, where they show Brian Cranston, Power Ranger, uh, and his team all dying. One, they're naked inside their suits, which is very funny. (laughs) Two, Brian Cranston calls for the robot Alpha to send in a meteor to like stop the things. Does that mean that the Power Rangers killed the dinosaurs? Wait, because it's canon that the that the dinosaurs were there when the Power Rangers were there because yeah, that's because what the, the Zords are. I totally forgot about the dinos and Power Rangers until like, I was like, why the fuck are dinos? Nah, like, it felt like Age I've of Extinction shit. About the Zords. How good was the moment where they did go-go Power Rangers? I wanted them to play the full song. Yeah. They just played the, the, the a like modernized little okay. snippet. And I was like, hell yeah. And then it stops immediately to transition into a standard pop song. And I'm like, oh, this yeah. may be a hot take. Um, and then I'll get into a comparison for Matthew's thing. But I think the Power Rangers biggest fault is when it did Power Rangers stuff. It's when (laughs) like, here's the thing. It was a good movie, good team, whatever their power, whatever, whatever it did. Like, I thought the suits looked weird. I thought the Zord, the dinos looked like they did nothing. (laughs) Like they were really clunky. Like the Megazoid. We didn't even get to see it actually like click together. together, And that pissed me off so bad. It just melted into slag. Yeah. Yeah, I actually want to immediately say something to that. I, like in a lot of ways agree with you i think some of the weakest parts of power rangers were the action scenes yeah Yeah. um i think they could have been so much better like that didn't look amazing clapping together and it's like well you know i thought a lot of the other stuff what you're doing with the characters was really really cool this stuff i just wish had been better to really like to to marry those two elements comparing it to guardians i mean like the cj like the fights looked great and like even like their little struggles like just the beginning where they're all together fighting for the uh, orb, like playing keep away was so fun. Like it's like a little tidbit of all their personality. Like they put personality into their fights and that's what makes them really cool. Like they all fight like them. I definitely agree with you guys about uh, Power Rangers. I think the Power Rangers stuff in it is the weakest part. And then the fact that like they have all these action sequences or they have like all this stuff. And then suddenly in the end, they're in their morph suits and they're like doing classic Power Ranger flips and shit. And it just doesn't look good because the suits are poorly animated. Totally agree. What I'll say about Guardians, though, is that I've always struggled with the pacing of it. And I don't know what it is, uh, but like I always start to fall asleep during the prison sequence and then <laughs> well, i'm like kind of wake like back 45 up. minutes in yeah well, I, I think it's like, so fun I, I feel like the pacing of it is weird like i think the mm. the final third of the movie i think is so so good but interesting i don't know if i agree only because like the prison escape is such a fun like and they're finally like together in their first group shots there and i love i love like prison i agree escape, that it's like, fun but i like, and, like fall asleep i don't know why it like it, so it for so many like action sequences and exciting moments i feel like it's really slow i don't know it i mean i think i i fall somewhere in between because i don't think there are broad scale pacing problems i also think the prison's a really fun set piece yeah. especially because they're thrown into this immediate panic as you watch Groot <laughs> in the background unplugging the battery it's just that that is um i do think you probably could have cut a little bit of fat from guardians a little I bit i think the stuff on nowhere is where i would cut stuff i i agree with 
I, but you get some good character. Exactly. Moments. See, yeah. I think the, the issue that's is hard. I feel like you get good character moments in all of these things and that's why they have them in. So that way you like really have time to that's fall in probably love with the these reason. characters. Yeah. And it just, for me, for some reason, when they're in prison, I start to fall asleep. Um, you know, it's wild, like uh, on a, just a, um, what's keeping like attention standpoint comparing these movies is I was really kind of disappointed in Power Rangers because a lot of the fight scenes or whatever, and just the movie was, they were dark. Like I just, they were very like dark to be. And then guardians is like full of like light and like this, like really like bright, whatever. Very colorful. (laughs) Welcome to the cop out for bad CGI. No, exactly. (laughs) And like, that's like, it's the, the, the venom stance of you put all your battles in the dark to hide your shitty CGI. Yeah. And that's like so that's so disappointing. <laughs> but also this I'm okay. I promise I'm usually not a stickler for this, but it just stood out for me, so I have to say it. The sound mixing was awful in Power Rangers. Like there was a moment at the uh finale, the audio was playing like with like the music, whatever pop song it was, and then them like fighting and then them talking, and I couldn't understand them at all and what they were saying and talking because like the mm-hmm. audio was too loud and then the fighting it was just too much and i'm like you guys gotta mix that shit better i'm sorry I mean, if we're gonna talk sound mixing though i don't need to talk about how i changed the volume on on my tv 20 times during every marvel movie because the talking is so quiet and then the action scenes are like like i mean i don't know i just i didn't get that with guardians and like again usually i don't give a shit about that but like with this like it stood out to me like i couldn't understand the characters you know what i mean and they were like i don't know it just like really was like oh no as the neutral party i'm going to drag this conversation to a different bit of sound that i have an opinion on oh um (laughs) soundtrack Mm. Oh, right. Um, you were going to sing that song for us. That's right. Yeah, Matthew, go for <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Matt, I sing your favorite song part. from both movies. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, let's hear it. Go, go, Power Rangers. <laughs> um, and then in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, hmm. Go, go, uh, Guardians Galaxy. <laughs> go, go. <laughs> we're the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> um. I think that it was really interesting. Pussy. It was really interesting putting these two movies pussy? next to each Is that other. What you said? I heard pussy. I said I accidentally said pussing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can, very funny. Use it in a sentence, please. <laughs> I am pussing these movies next to each other. Um, <sighs> putting these two movies next to each other because they they both like incorporate pop music in guardians case, not modern pop, but pop music into their, their soundtracks is a pretty central piece. I think power Rangers falls into the trap of they don't well incorporate it or th- there, there wasn't too much thought into which songs right. were going where. Yeah, totally um, agree. Whereas I think it's something that guardians does really, really well. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's, you know, that's my comment on, on sound and <laughs> music. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree totally agree. The music in guardians is fantastic and it's such like a core identifier of the movie mm-hmm. it like brings so much character to the the universe and the movie and everything and i mean in power rangers it just kind of feels like they took they they took some pop songs and well, you know made a soundtrack. what happened to be popular like the month that they were producing the movie <laughs> yeah. they're like well throw that over yeah. it yeah 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 exactly thoughtful thoughtfulness is a good word for that you're right speaking of i guess just barreling backwards into our other conversation and action sequences. Did you guys notice how much slow motion action is in guardians of the galaxy? It like really stood out to me this time watching it. And I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. I just think it's funny that they do so much. I, yeah, I, it didn't stand out to me. They're like a handful instances. Almost every like character the, gets the yeah. zoom into like the center of the camera shot where they're like dive or whatever. Um, I did yeah. notice that. Oh, yeah, I guess there is quite a bit. There are like a lot of ones where like when Star-Lord is like reaching for the uh, uh, orb yeah. and when Rocket is like getting the gun, like, and there are a bunch more too. I'm sure there are a ton on Nowhere. Oh, when um, hmm. she's like grabbing the ball and about to explode, like there yeah. are a bunch. I guess I can't comment on if that's like something James Gunn has in a lot of the movies he directs. Yeah, no, I'm trying um, to think about it. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. That's an interesting point because what I actually the my takeaway from the action sequences was 
in general, I think the action direction is pretty good in Guardians of the Galaxy. I think so. Um, they something that frustrates me a ton and a lot of the Marvel movies are also very guilty of this is they quick cut around their the way around a lot of the fights. So you don't get to see a lot of it actually transpire. It'll be like going right. into one shot. You cut to the next as the action yeah. was completed. Mm-hmm. Um, it happens a decent bit, but they avoid it um, for a lot of like your your biggest kind of um, small scale action moments, which I, I wanted to commend. I was going to say because um, I noticed it uh, a lot because I watched this these two like as a double feature with the same day, like Power Rangers like suffered because it's fight sequences. It did cut a lot, but also it was in the dark for a lot of them. But for Guardians, like what they did, I noticed is like they did one cool movement and then cut. So it still then, felt yeah. like there were a lot of cuts, but it was still like you got to see one cool thing they did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, so, so it doesn't feel as egregious. Yeah. It's like we 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 give a little, but then we take, we take, we take. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, they take. <laughs> we take. We take. Can I just say uh, the last thing I want to do co- a comparison about that I have at least is the rallying sequences that um, Jason is the name of the Red Ranger and uh, mm-hmm. Star Lord have because they're both awful speeches. Um, that dude, Jason, to rally his team in the football stadium said, Hey, we all suck. We did this for a lie. Let's kill this girl. Like almost verbatim. That was his, <laughs> that was his rally. He's like, guys, we suck. All by the way, our trainer fucking lied to us. Let's just kill the girl. And like, that's literally it. <laughs> but in the inverse I- for guardians, they're just like, dude, we're losers. We suck. But with them, it felt more of a payoff because it was like, you know, they're. I mean, like, I think like in Guardians, I think the reason Star Lord's speech is better in Guardians is because it's after like a good conversation that the whole team is involved in, mm-hmm. and so like that moment when he's giving his speech and you see their faces, you get like really good contact context for where they are. There are jokes in that speech from other characters, even though Star Lord is talking. Like people's reactions are funny and so i think like the scene itself is better they argue like a family i think yeah because i think in relation to the in comparing how these groups come together power rangers their essential justification is the universe chose you by coincidence or the universe chose you and as a result your meeting was a coincidence because it was sent you know preordained or something mm-hmm. um whereas in guardians of the galaxy it is essentially I don't know, through coincidence, through the fact that they're all in league for the same sorts of thing, or they have this tangled net of this person wants to go after the whatever. More importantly, though, something I struggle with with both of these is I think the movies have a hard time for me demonstrating why the characters care or should care. Like they they both throw the fact that oh, this you know place is going to be destroyed if we don't intervene. And I just don't feel like they they either of them like pass the the breach they need for justifying why these people should care beyond I want to live like yeah. there, there I, isn't, you know, I just don't think either justifies it super well. I totally agree with you, um, especially it stood out for me watching it this time with Guardians because now that we this is the first time I've watched it since Avengers Infinity War and Endgame came out and we got so much context between like Gamora and Thanos. She totally <laughs> would have known that that was an Infinity Stone the whole time, right? Like why did the like I get that the movie <laughs> wanted to be like, oh, we don't know what this is, like it's a surprise that it's an Infinity Stone, but like she knows Thanos is going she for didn't Infinity Stone. Like she knows orb. But because like, she was like with Ronan at the time, so she didn't know. But she should have known. I don't know about that. I don't know. But man. like, she knows that Thanos wants the Infinity Stones. Like, why I would feel like it was at that point? Thanos want some random ball. At that point, I feel like it was different. Like, I feel like though, no, because in it, we can get into this, uh, the like minutia of Avengers right. Endgame and the time travel and how when she was in that one, she knew what the orb was when they went back and t- like all that. But her knowing what the orb was would have solved so many problems of the weight of, oh shit, we need to like really stop this from happening the whole time, I guess. And then it would have like built up. 
Yeah, I don't know. That that's one big issue that I have with Guardians. I totally agree with you though about Power Rangers that like they're I mean, they're just suddenly told you have eleven days to save the world and they're like, Okay, guess we're gonna do it. Yeah, which I I yeah, I think they don't put in the legwork justifying why these characters should care. They just they're kind of like you don't they don't seem panicked about <laughs> it. They don't seem worried. They're just like right. let's do there's it. There's like one moment there's one moment right after they're first leaving the spaceship and uh Jason is like, Hey guys, I'm gonna stay here so that way I can figure out what's going on with this coin and my super strength. And then they kind of never address why they go there ever again. It like just happens that one time, uh, which I think Guardians does a better job of them, like showing why they stick together, because there is the whole scene where Rocket and Drax want to leave yeah. or whatever. And Peter and Gamora want to stay and Groot is Grooting. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 I, I don't I don't know exactly how to talk about it yet, but I'll think about it for for okay. in the future um about how because yeah. I, I, re- I really do think <laughs> Just i am i am making an assumption here um <laughs> i'm making a hardcore right. assumption here we'll but like genuinely happens. like i do i do think that the guardians do justify it and i just i need to think about a better way to word it um well maybe you'll get that chance next week we should we so should vote very quickly let's find out <laughs> Let's find out. We'll vote right now. Uh, well, we're going to vote in one second. There's one one thing I want to say about Power Rangers really fast. Please. Yeah, yeah, go for it. How much do you think Krispy Kreme paid <laughs> to be literally <laughs> essential to the plot? Ugh, um, so much money. For the uninitiated, if you haven't watched this movie, if you didn't sit down to watch it. You uh, should. There, it's a pretty good movie, actually. It's surprisingly fun. Um, there's a magic MacGuffin in the middle of their town, and it's <laughs> underneath the Krispy Kreme. So there are several scenes where, like, people stand outside the Krispy Kreme. <laughs> they talk about Krispy Kreme. They show establishing shots of the Krispy they Kreme. They do a free the donut villain, day of the Krispy Kreme. They the say if you eat the Krispy Kreme. And the villain stops her destruction of the town as her monsters run about destroying <laughs> things to sit inside the Krispy Kreme and eat a donut. Like, you know what's the best part about that? You know, so if we really think about it, you know how Apple has that thing where you'll never see a villain using an Apple phone? They have to use an Android. Krispy Kreme said nah fuck it we don't care if a villain eats our donuts and enjoys it enjoy that shit villain that's that's our <laughs> demographic it's really funny we see her eating a lot in this movie and she's just shoveling gold down her throat uh, yeah she does she slurps i wonder if that was a gold flaked crispy cream no i think just the one thing like crispy cream's trying to say the one thing if you're an alien who only eats gold <laughs> the only other thing you can eat is a crispy cream <laughs> Yeah, so this is the only thing aliens from. So they had a really tough time when they rolled down while the dinosaurs were here. They're like, damn, they, there's no Krispy Kremes here. <laughs> and that's why they had to kill all the dinosaurs with the media. That's the real reason why. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just wish I could be have sat in on that meeting when they negotiated how much Krispy Kreme was going to pay to be in the uh, Power Rangers movie where they jerk off a bowl in the first five minutes. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of want to go get Krispy Kreme, guys. Can we just can we take a break intermission? And just go get Yeah, let's do it. Get some fresh ones. Cream. Leave the audience in suspense. I want to be in the pitch meeting for the pitch meeting for the tough cut. How much they paid us to mention about Krispy Kreme being mentioned. Because we talked about it. All right. We <laughs> we did our contractual obligation, guys. That's going to be a cool $8 million to each of us. Alex, make sure you cut this part out so the audience doesn't know we're rolling it. You guys are getting $8 Krispy Kreme hookup. I got oh, unlimited sorry, supply Jake, of Krispy Kreme. I don't think that's even. <laughs> well, you checked the second And you got box. them all at once. <laughs> Uh, so they're gonna go stale. <laughs> they, there's actually a truck outside of his house right now. They're dropping more off. They have to continually drop more off. <laughs> Please, <laughs> God, no! I've not no, done eating no my gold. I need cream. my donuts. <laughs> All right, now that that tangent is done, do you guys want to vote? Let's vote. Yeah, let's do it. Jake, you go first. I'm voting for Guardians of the Galaxy here. I would be very happy if Guardians moved on. But out of respect, I think I have to vote for the Power Rangers movie because I I cannot state enough how I think it is more than just a fun movie. I think it is legitimately a good movie that everyone should watch. Um, I'm going to vote for Guardians of the Galaxy. Importantly, though, you should see Power Rangers. 
and wait for the day that it comes up against Sonic in a bracket. Yeah. That'll be a good conversation. <laughs> Movies have no business being as good as they are, you know? That's a good that's a good thing. <laughs> a purely subjective thing. A purely theme. subjective for us <laughs> thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, I would love to see a dark, gritty Power Rangers 2. I'd like them to go the Dark Knight route, be like Batman Begins so, is all right, and then like really get hardcore. One tiny little thing I'll, I'll throw out before we move on. There actually exists a short fan film that's a dark, gritty Power Rangers um, where they like murder people and are like agents of war yes. engineered to like wipe out the resistance <laughs> yes. or something. Wow. Um, a porn star plays one of the characters in it. Um, you, yeah. Anyway, the Japanese company that owns the power, the right to the Power Rangers got so mad and have been trying <laughs> to get it taken down <laughs> for literal years now. So that's a that's, fun piece of trivia. I wish you would have that's told me that before. Funny. I would have voted Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> I would have voted for no! that Power Rangers, even though it's 17 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> 17 minutes longer than it should be. <laughs> uh, shall we yeah. hop over? I can introduce uh, Seven Samurai. Yeah, absolutely. Seven Samurai. Released in 1954, directed by the sort of well-known Akira Kurosawa, uh, perhaps one of the most drawn upon uh, films in history. Kurosawa's epic tells the tale of a village under siege by bandits uh, who, upon consulting their village elder, learn that only the villages that hire samurai survive the bandit raids. So they set out to gather seven, mostly samurai who train the villagers, design fortifications, and bleed for the town. This movie, it, it is the, the lifeblood of so many tropes and themes and stylistic elements that you see in all of film. Um, more importantly, though, I believe that regardless of that history, this is a movie that holds up that stands on its own sort of beyond that legacy to still be a good movie in terms of picking it for the bracket. You got to go back to the heart there. I feel there are, there are so few stories that do bringing together a band of people better than seven samurai. Um, it is a long movie, but one that despite its length, I don't think I'm ever upset to sit down. Well, <laughs> if I have somewhere to be in uh, uh, two and a half hours, I can't sit down and watch it. Um, but I, you know, I, I feel it, it's yeah, it's it's just it's fantastic. Jake, do you want to go ahead? What, what were your thoughts? Yeah, um, I, this there's no question that this movie has so much to like credit to give to like film and in general and all that stuff. It really is like Matthew said, the building blocks and much of what I would say would be reiterating what he already said. Fantastic movie. Um, one of the reasons why I love doing this podcast with you guys is that like <laughs> some reasons, some movies, you know, you love them, but they're just like, uh, am I in the mood to watch seven samurai right now? Or it's <laughs> 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 not a knock on seven samurai. It's just, it is a three hour movie. It's an older one. So, you know, whatever, uh, but I watching it again, I was happy. I watched it. You know what I mean? It seems more daunting mm -hmm. than it is actually watching it. And so I really like the movie. Um, it's yeah. There's a 10 minute intermission. Pretend like it's two movies, yeah. <laughs> you know, take a little rest between them. <laughs> um, Alex, how, how's this one for you? I'd never seen it before. Um, I usually am pretty apprehensive when I watch a black and white movie. And I know that that is like probably misguided, but it's because my dad watched a lot of them when I was younger. Uh, and it just soured my mouth every time I, I look at one. But this movie was incredible. This is such a good movie. Um, watching it, I was amazed at how well it holds up. The pacing of it, even though it's three and a half hours, the pacing of it, I feel like, is so strong. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a great movie. It's um, yeah, it's it, it is a a a a just work of art in so many senses. It's um, yeah, it's incredible. It's, so much respect to the literal hundreds of people that worked on this because yeah, they had to have hundreds of actors <laughs> on screen. At multiple this, times. this movie was or, a hell of a thing to shoot just with the, it, it, it's so crazy just because like you see people fall a lot in this movie 
just naturally slip and fall. That shit isn't scripted. They were just in <laughs> horrible conditions, but they would keep it in and the actors would be like, fuck it, we're going for it. And like people would just slip and fall. Like every, it's it's almost slapstick how much people slip and fall. In they're, they're like <laughs> running around yeah. as a giant group in the rain in the mud, on like slippery mud. Like, yeah. It must just, like it, it must have been like uh, really dangerous doing that around those horses though. It must have been like, hell to really shoot, bad. honestly. It was probably a really endangering yeah. film. It probably couldn't be done today without a lot of I don't know. We we felt They're um, just safer. I bet yeah, it was less way. like it would be way more safe. Do you want to jump to the other side and introduce uh, Galaxy Quest, Alex? Yeah, this is going up against Galaxy Quest. I hear so many people ask us, hey, when is Galaxy Quest going up against Seven <laughs> Samurai? So I'm really <laughs> excited. <laughs> for you to you know introduce it (laughs) (laughs) galaxy quest released in 1999 directed by dean pariseau the aging stars of a star trek-esque tv show reconcile their careers as they are shunted into a real space adventure based off of their past productions they learn why they and so many love the show that changed them so long ago uh, and reignite their passion for what they once did um, I think this movie has such good character work. I watched it a couple months ago and I'd seen it before, but I, I watched it again and I was like, I remember this being good. And it just blew my mind how much I enjoy the characters. Tony Shalhoub is absolutely incredible in this movie. Sam Rockwell is such a great character. They play with so many Star Trek tropes. Uh, and I'm not like even a huge Trekkie or anything, but I think it's just so much fun. Um, Jake, what'd you think? Oh my god, everyone wants my opinion first. <laughs> um, does that guy have a degree in film? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> um, I here's here's the thing. I love you two so dearly, and it, it is showcased in both these two picks because Seven Samurai is such a Matthew pick. <laughs> And Galaxy Quest <laughs> is such an Alex pick. Like, it's fun. It's like, I, I hear absolutely no one talk about this movie, but I know that you do and you have before. And it just like, you know, it's nice. And it reminds me of films that I like. I, I've seen this before and I, I don't think about it too, too much. But certain scenes, I'm just like, oh, my God, I totally remember this. And I remember being like wigged out as a kid. <laughs> uh, so I had fun revisiting that and also just thinking of you the whole time watching it. So. <laughs> It's fun. Definitely, definitely has some. some di- I I have to disagree about Tony Shalhoub. I thought, what the fuck is he doing oh, in this movie? So and he's good. doing. I love him. He's, he's weird, but like for no reason. Yeah, it, I, yeah. I, we'll weird, talk but about we can it. get we'll into it. it. Yeah, um, but please, Matthew, how do you feel? I had never seen this movie. I had never heard of this movie, and I sat down to watch it. And as the pieces start to fall into place of what this is going to be about, (laughs) I am just like, oh, my God, this is so much fun. Uh, Lo and behold, I sit through it having a fantastic time. And I was inches uh, from texting Alex like, why has no one told me about Galaxy (laughs) Quest before? This movie is so good. Right. I had so much fun. Craziest thing. The day I sat down to listen or watch it, I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about Galaxy Quest. They had like a passing remark and I was like, oh, it exists. It's real. That's wild. Um, <laughs> this movie, it, this, it was just super fun. I had a really, really good time with it. Yeah. Um, nice. So um, the the question of the day, um, if we can we can right. hop right through it. Favorite member of the team and why? galaxy quest oh oh god i'm so torn i don't know why i started talking because i have no idea um i know this is your moment i'm gonna pick three (laughs) 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 Um, i think sigourney weaver's character is really funny playing with the whole trope of like the woman not having anything to do and then like her job is to just repeat the stuff from the computer Uh, and god damn it she's gonna do it so good and then i think sam rockwell and i love tony shalhoub in these movies i I think all three of them are fantastic and then alan rigman is great too all of them i love all of them (laughs) except for the lead tim allen uh yeah um 
my heart wants to go with Sam Rockwell because, you know, friend of the show, uh, <laughs> he's, he's been on before, you know, and he's just, I was just delighted to remember he was in this movie because that's just fun. Young Sam Rockwell doing his thing. But this movie just made me miss Alan Rickman a lot. So uh, I'm going mm-hmm. with Alan Rickman's character yeah. for yeah. sure. If if we get to pick three. Um, <laughs> we don't. We don't. Oh, well, I, I only Alex, Alex too. So I really, really want to. Please. Oh, please, Jake. Okay. 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 I'm going to I'm going to double down with Jake and say Alan Rickman is so great. So funny. Um, I'm going to agree with both of you and say Sam Rockwell. He is terrific. <laughs> friend of the show. Friend yeah, of the friend show. of the show. Um, and that's not why we're saying it. Um, he's so funny. I love the, the taking the red shirt concept so literally. Yeah, <laughs> he's so yeah. great. He's so <laughs> oh, he does so well. And then um, uh, Daryl Mitchell as Tommy, the the navigator. <sighs> really um, funny. Tommy was great. Tommy overacted the shit out of this movie, and I love it so <laughs> I, much. He I think flailed it so well, so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I actually, I read a fun fact about this movie. So, uh, Tommy Weber in the movie when they did the original series, he was a kid. Um, Daryl Mitchell is three years older than Sam Rockwell. So that would mean that Sam Rockwell as a crew member who dies like at the beginning of episode 18 or whatever was like a six year old kid. <laughs> oh my, do you guys want to know another fun fact about his character? The kid version? Yeah. That was Corbin blue from high school musical. <gasps> oh shit. You were That's right. Young Tommy. Wow. Yeah, I shit you not. And he also died uh, in High School Musical in the prequel series. It was a whole thing. He got back to life. Um, his name was Han. I don't know if you guys know it from Fast. Anyway, uh, <laughs> God damn it! Um, how about we favorite have in Seven, Seven Samurai? Oh, oh, um, my favorite. Um, I fucking love. I, I'm probably gonna butcher this, and I apologize. But Kukuchio, um, the the one who uh, he was the farmer who turned into yeah, a samurai, the angry. Kukuchiya, like yeah. he was the most like captivating character and is the most captivating character for me. Like the rest have like this poise and like this gray and like interest or whatever, but he is just such an interesting and captivating character. And he's not great like at a lot of things. And like mm-hmm. sometimes he's awful, but I just, I really love him as a member of this team. And he's I was really, <laughs> he's got heart and it's sometimes in the wrong place. Sometimes he is awful, like whatever, but it's, you know. I just love his character. Like I genuinely like think it's awesome character work. He's a, um, he's a great character. I think he definitely has one of the strongest arcs in the movie and just like the way that information is revealed about him. Yeah, I, I agree. This 100%. baby is me. Holy shit, guys. <sighs> oh, that was great. Oh, oh, and it just the, the way yeah. the, like, oh my God, shot composition with all that is. Here. That's my, that's my motherfucker. So but how about you guys? So I have a question. Does the team member have to be one of the samurai? Because I have a no, favorite samurai. You could, you could, but my favorite team member is Yohei. Okay. <laughs> His face, I mean, the yeah, whole movie is fantastic. Uh, it's so so good. My favorite samurai though is uh, Kyuzo. Yeah, I mean that's a badass motherfucker. That's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yes. Justice, justice for him. Ugh, justice. Now, what about you? It is so hard for me to pick. I love I truly love all of all of the samurai um i think they're characterized so well it's tough it's tough for me i i i'm gonna go with kambe um okay. the, the leader of the, the lead, samurai leader dude um i think that the, there are just so many fun things going on with this character i think the 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 physical ticks establish like the the rubbing of his head i yeah. think his <laughs> cleverness it, like there's just so much to like um, he's just a, a fascinating character. All right. So where do we, where do we want to take this? How do you compare? Yeah, these how, how do you compare Look, these two movies? Um, I have to get something out of the way that I know you guys are probably going to disagree with. So you mentioned Sigourney Weaver's character and I get that it played on the trope of her, like not doing anything and like did the computer and that bit was funny, but I still don't think she got like, I think it was just a nod and a wink, like, haha, get it. We're playing on it. And then she still didn't have shit to do. She still digressed into like the showing more of her little cleavage and then she was out of the show that do whatever. And I just felt it was bad. And I felt like they, it was still a symbol of the time of when galaxy quest came out and it wasn't that well handled. 
personally. I, I I know that they they did do sub subversion and they hinted at the joke, but I still think they needed to let her. I thought they were going to let her actually do shit like after they yeah, did that, but she they didn't. Spends a lot of her time essentially following um, Tim, Tim Allen's Allen. character Jason around as he does what, the things. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like, and what I will say as in comparison with seven samurai, an uncomfortable part of this um, movie is the part with, um, Oh God, what's her name? Shino, uh, the Shino. daughter. Shino. Yeah. Shino. And, and I thought when they did it, the, the lead samurai, he was going to be like, Oh, well you deserve that too. Or whatever. When they're all getting, but no, they actually had a lot of conversations about like, Oh, it's flames of war, which was also kind of weird. But then it was like, look, I, I don't, I don't know. Like the, these two are like young. We're do we're trying to move past it. But then at the end, he's still as a symbol of uh, getting the the troops together. All that he's like, well, now you're a man, so we expect a lot out of you. And like it's, I'm like, I think Kurosawa almost like presents a, a a nuanced take on like how they're approaching women but then it's still like ah it's weird it's just weird to me and both of these films like i think that, that was like the most weird for me i think seven samurai still does do a pretty nuanced take on it um yeah i think movies generally have a pretty difficult time portraying uh like soldiers in times of war um mm-hmm. and you know the sex things that they do that are bad. Uh, and I think this movie kind of shows it in a, a light, like a, a lighter way, but then like still discusses the like negative sides of it and the negative aspects of it. Um, but I think it's also, I mean, it was made in 1954. And so of course there are going to be right. things and opinions that are dated. Something I think that was really interesting with uh, Shino's, portrayal is that overwhelmingly when it comes to physical intimacy she is the one that initiates it yeah right yeah, um, yeah it's I very is, shown that like it isn't a samurai overtaking like it's yeah, very right, much which is a very very interesting to me um mm-hmm. right as it goes to i mean i obviously <laughs> can't comment too much on what is this like 18th century japan um, but you said you had a whole degree in 18th century. This is why we that, brought you on the that, show. That Matthew, is my degree, 18th century Japanese history, specifically, not Japanese history overall, just that. Um, which I think is a, a an interesting way to kind of shake up that dynamic, especially, I'm, we're not going to talk about them too much, but there are so many remakes, reduxes, inspirations right, right, right. of this story. And I think, um, what is it, the Magnificent Seven is the, yeah, the Western Pratt. one. There's also the other <laughs> earlier. Yeah. Chris Pratt's yeah. in that. Um, and yeah. I feel like her counterpart character in all of those is handled much worse and is yes. much more damselly than yes. Shino uh, is. Um, and I just think it's a, an, I, I agree with you. Like, uh, he's a man because he's had sex, like doesn't age well, but I think it's interesting that she's the one that initiates. Um, For sure. You know, I will yeah. say though, I feel like, I agree that Sigourney Weaver's character is somewhat like just following Tim Allen around, but she also, I feel like has more to do and like has her own arc where I feel like she know does. Definitely not. Hers, yeah. She like, doesn't get hers is just yeah. informing the younger samurai's arc and her dad's arc more than anything else. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean, they both yeah. have their, have their things. Sure. And um, the younger samurai being uh, Katsushiro. Uh, yes. I'll, I'll try and yeah. jump in Hell with yeah. <laughs> almost correct pronunciation. I, I wrote their names down. I just like, the, you know, I, yeah, I'm they're, trying they my are, best. It, it, is, it is tough because they also don't say each other's names a ton of times. Yeah, that's what I was also looking for because I like learned mm-hmm. through like repetition or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was very, yeah. very interesting. So these two teams, like Galaxy Quest is very much like they're not really like team, they're like actors and stuff, which I think is like so funny. Like it's a very funny like thing to like put them in a scenario. I thought that was great. And in Seven Samurai, like this is a really interesting pick because a lot of our team members die in the end, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's one of, if not the only one that I could think of in our in our whole team thing, where like the whole team isn't the besides Lord of the Rings where they separate. Which is a really interesting thing. Like this, these people. Oh yeah, he dies. (laughs) But like Sean Bean, does he ever really die? 
<laughs> no, Let's he also never it. really lives, though. <laughs> Generally not past <laughs> the early portions of anything. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but um, I just think both of the big teams were just like, they don't, they're not really like, it's not really about how they they're stand long term. Yeah, they're I not classic that, teams. I think the Galaxy Quest, looking at it from a team dynamic, I think is really... In a like good and interesting way to examine the movie mm-hmm. because so much of it is like they are a team right they're a cast and they are like fracturing basically and then you like slowly throughout the film they like realize who they are they realize like how the show has impacted them changed them made them who who they currently are and it reinvigorates like their friendship and and what they do together so much that they end up making the show again another reboot of it right which is so fun i think it i think it handles its like character and teen dynamic in a really strong way the the thing i want to throw in to that is i think you have a really interesting team evolution going on in galaxy quest where they go from cast that is playing a you know they are a cast that is a team but then they are playing a group of people that are a team and then over the course of the movie they evolve <laughs> into a reflection of that team i'm a dude playing a dude disguised <laughs> by another dude um oh, that, that, that movie would have been such a fun pick for this bracket i almost picked it we, i almost I think did. all considered it at one point yeah. <laughs> And then they evolve into, obviously, their new version, their new movie version or TV show version, um, Mm -hmm. which I just think is a really interesting set of evolutions because you have a lot of different versions of relationships at play because, you know, they, they obviously all have a previous history outside of the show, but then have their dynamic from the show informing that and then evolve into a new sort of interpersonal state. Um, Right. Whereas Seven Samurai obviously doesn't have the framing device of a sci-fi show. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I think Seven Samurai, though, is it's dealing with different things. It's not necessarily thinking about like, OK, they've got Seven Samurai. We're going to look at like the the setting that they are in and like how that affects who they are as people. And it isn't trying to look at like, mm-hmm. OK, what do these people mean to each other? Um, I think there are some great characters. I don't know that I necessarily think it constitutes like a great team though. I think I disagree with that. I, I absolutely think they constitute a, they come together to form, I think a couple sets of teams. You obviously have the samurai themselves, but then you also have the group as it comes together with the village and you have all this screen time dedicated to the, I don't want team. I'm trying to think of a better word than team building the training exercises that come of like, you must stay with your unit. Like you guys need to be able to depend upon each other. And I think that's an underlying narrative to the, the entire structure of them as a, as a party. I think they do that with the village, but I don't think they do that with each other. I, I, I mean, I personally disagree. I think we get a lot of time that they spend just together in the first half as you slowly build out the team of samurai and then into the second half as they're, you know, sections of the village, they're kind of overseeing cross with each other as they strategize, as they plan. They have a handful of conversations together, like in various different con- um, contexts, both with the village and without like. Right. I, so I, I will. Personally disagree. My- my two cents is kind of like a uh, in in the middle of it is that like one interesting thing uh, about because I do think they spend more of the movie like training like the other like people whatever but I still think they do so as a team but you can see like when um two of them are like hey, hanging out with like their like you know squadron and they're looking ahead and they're like seeing him like cheer up his like people yeah. and they're like oh and they're like oh yeah we should cheer up and, like they're learning from each other by like looking how each other like leads which Mm -hmm. is a really interesting team dynamic like they're all believe themselves as leaders in a in a strange way i think the young samurai and uh like complicate that because they're very interesting and like how they function in the team but i will say like it's interesting this movie's long right like like it is Mm -hmm. long like it and so it has that benefit of of doing that and you'll notice in a lot of our picks here like they're longer movies and mm. it speaks to building a proper team and how you're supposed to like, you know, the time and care that it does takes as much as galaxy quest is a fun movie. And you can already tell they're a team because the cast and all that stuff, it's hard to do it. in like, it's like an hour and 42 minute film when a lot of these, you know, 
it's versus a film that's like three and a half hours. So like they yeah. have the time to actually hang out where a lot of galaxy quests is we have to assume a lot, which is fine because like, that's what it is. It's not trying to be a, yeah, I, th- I think it's something we touched on a little bit with Lord of the Rings and the comparison of the extended edition versus the regular one. The extended edition gives it much more time to breathe and provide character moments. And I think that that is what the length of Seven Samurai is doing. Um, I just there isn't the option for a shorter version because it's all it, Kurosawa believes all essential to the story. Mm-hmm. What I'll say, though, I think like, yeah, Galaxy Quest is shorter and so it has less of those moments. But I think what it means is that like each of those characters is distilled and is so like potent in the moments that they are in that you get a really strong sense of character from each of them. And I think Seven Samurai is a great movie, but I cannot tell you between uh, Gorobi and Haihachi and like between the two of them and between a couple of the other samurai, like which one was the one that was splitting wood? Like which one was supposed to be the fun loving one? Like I feel like you don't get necessarily an arc for all of the samurais. Like I wanted to, I don't know. I feel like I, I, it's a great movie, but I feel like when I'm looking at character development, character growth, team dynamic, I feel like I don't get that from seven samurai. Yeah. I I think seven samurai almost falls. (laughs) This is a weird comparison, but almost falls with the same trap that I felt fast five did where like, it focuses way more of its care on other characters. And so some do get more left out and not as hardcore of an arc. I, I love the symbolism of Heineke. The, the, um, he was the wood chopper samurai and they, yeah. Yeah. Hayachi. Um, and he was like, they picked him because he would boost morale. You know what I mean? And he was the first one to die. Like that's Mm -hmm. fucked, you know? And that's like really like powerful and like cool. But that was, how he served the team it was almost like in his death that he served the team a little bit more like with it yeah um, i think i guess there is something and so to a that. lot of them like they a lot of like the team members they're not there to fully be a team they serve other core members of the team that kurosawa wants to focus on more and so like if you're talking full team yeah gal gadot doesn't have a character name but uh <laughs> they're focusing more on fucking you know the rock and vin diesel so that that's how I feel like is the kind of issue and disconnect. So I kind of I kind of that's how I see it. I will say though, like uh, it, inversely with Galaxy Quest, I don't feel like a lot of them get strong. I mean, Tony Shalhoub is separate from the team for a lot of it, and then <laughs> hooks the up with a, also that alien that he that he hooks up with um, the female. You know, um, uh, what, what's the race? I can't remember. Uh, Thermian. Thir- yes, Thermian. that's right. I had a huge crush on her as a kid. That was one of my <laughs> awakenings. Uh, and and um, I, that's how I remembered this movie when I was watching it. I was just like, who is she? Why is she going bleep blur bloop? I'm I'm into that. And uh, yeah, I just felt like I need to be vulnerable and share that with you guys. I will Thanks, say Jake, the performance of the lead alien dude. That was pretty fucking great. Like he nailed that. We do uh, (laughs) like that. It was so funny to me. He like committed, you know, we're pushing time a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We should. We should. Oh, shit. Let's (laughs) do it. Let's vote. vote. Um, I mean, I I think it is evident. I am voting for Seven Samurai. And probably pretty obvious. I'm voting for Galaxy Quest. I think Seven Samurai is a great movie. I just don't think it necessarily fits a team bracket. Here's the thing. You know, the when the Bay Area exploding scene and they're literally just diving for all no reason in Galaxy Quest. That was pretty funny. <laughs> but I'm voting for Seven Samurai. With that coming at you next episode, we've got the Lord of the Rings <laughs> versus Fast Five. <laughs> And <laughs> I hope you guys are doing your required viewing of watching one through four of Fast Five. Right. I'll uh, watch Fast Seven again. <laughs> Jake, that doesn't count. Why? You, because you, you, that's arcs that happen later in the future. You know, uh, honestly, the post character work is good too. Just watch all the Fast and Furious movies. The required okay, viewing, all right, all watch right. all of them for the next <laughs> time we Midnight tickets to the new one, pre order them. Yeah, if your theater right. doesn't do that, call them up and say, hey, I want to reserve two seats. If they get confused, right. you push, um, press the issue, say, please, oh, please, I need the tickets. I thought you were going to say press charges. <laughs> <laughs> they will not <laughs> let me buy tickets to Fast and Furious 9, 11, 13. Um, and then in the second half of next episode, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy versus Seven Samurai. Um, so wow. look forward to that. Spicy. Wow. Yeah, it should be a fun one. Nice. Hell yeah. Thank you guys so much for for hanging with us. Um, as usual, our link to still 
seek a relief for Hurricane Ida is in our bios. So if you guys can spare anything, please feel free to donate. Um, all those causes are great. There's still rebuilds going on. Um, and follow us on all the social medias at Tough Cut Pod, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, our Zenga blog. Anyone remember those? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Follow us on Gaia Online. Anyone remember that? Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. I got I got I got one yes, and that's all I need. <laughs> um I mean hell yeah. <laughs> of the crowd you were asking, that means you had 50% recall it. So <laughs> that's not too bad. That's an A in my book, right? Um, unless the curve is really, really big, it's probably not. Hell yeah. I never got a curve. I did a film degree. <laughs> <laughs> the only curve he had was his penis. My penis is shaped like a boomerang. All right, everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Call him Captain Boomerang. Oh, I, got, I got a boomerang for a dick. For my dingo. Is that good? Okay, that was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that was great. That was great, Jay. That's what we're ending the episode with. Yep. I'm going to keep that. <laughs>